God bless you. Good morning. Buongiorno tutti. Buon Natale. <laughs> it's Christmas month. It's my favorite month of the year, and I love all the festivities and all the beautiful atmosphere. And I see some of you that I haven't seen in a little while, so I'm glad. Today we're going to begin our time with communion. And uh, I want to encourage you as we go into communion, I'm going to try to say it again, but ladies, last year we didn't get to do our Christmas gala. And this year we're going to do it this coming Saturday at 5 o'clock. If you have not registered... We're going to get to have a beautiful time together. We're going to honor all social distancing and protocols as normal, um, light refreshments that are prepackaged or whatever, so everything will be safe. But, you know, the men came together a couple months ago, and they had a beautiful time. And these are opportunities to invite a friend to come and celebrate Jesus, the Christ of Christmas. Um, and we just have a wonderful, beautiful time together. So I hope you will do everything. You can sign up back there at the Welcome Center. If you can't do it online, you let somebody know. So this morning, as we go to the Lord in prayer, we are starting our theme, Ready for Surprise. You don't have to put that up yet. Just leave communion up. But I want you to think about something. The scripture this month is 2 Corinthians 9.15, which says, Thanks be to God for his indescribable gift. That's what Jesus did on the cross. I mean, I don't know about you, but I think the cross looks beautiful this morning. Some new decorations. It's not just decorations. It's an honor of a beautiful place where we remember that at the cross, Jesus changed everything for you and for me. And so this morning... Um, I want you to think about a couple things. You should all have a communion cup. If you don't, please raise your hand. If you did not get your communion as you came in, just raise your hand. Don't be shy. They'll be happy to serve you. We serve an open communion here, which means you don't have to be a member of the church, but we ask you to be in right standing with Jesus. Amen, according to the scripture. And you'll notice in that communion, you have two layers. The top layer is the wafer, and then the second layer is the juice, and we'll partake together as we go along. But I want you to think about something. As we were worshiping, worthy is the name of Jesus. He's worthy to be praised. I thought, you know what? It's not about me. It's not about us. It's about him. It's about Jesus. He's worthy. Amen? And in his presence, there is fullness of joy. And so as we come to Jesus today, we remember that he was saying something to his disciples when he explained the first communion. And he said, as often as you do this, remember me. So I want you to remember that first and foremost, when we do communion, normally at the beginning of every month, we will do it at the beginning of January. Jesus is saying to each of us, I want to be with you. I know your name. I know how many hairs are on your head, or not, or what color they are, or not. Jesus is saying, I want to have fellowship with you. The second thing the Lord is saying is, I want you to remember. I wrote a book many years ago called Stepping Forward by Looking Back. And I can tell you, even this year, I could say, you know what? I'm going to keep stepping forward because I look back at all the memories and all the miracles and all the ways God was faithful. And I know he'll be faithful 
today and tomorrow and the next time, right? Amen? Somebody say amen. Amen. We welcome our online campus. If you're serving, if you're watching with us online, we want you to get your elements. You can get some juice and a piece of bread, and you can partake with us as well. When we remember what Jesus did, it keeps our first love alive, right? Jesus should be our first, our primary love. Without him, I can't do anything. And I pray that you will know him as your first and foremost love in your life today. The bread is an example of the suffering of Jesus. And as we remember, I want us to look at 1 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 23. It says, I received from the Lord. I'm going to take this. I've got my bread and I've got my juice. I received from the Lord what I also passed on to you. The Lord Jesus, on the night he was betrayed, he took bread. You know, I just stop right there. The redemption of Jesus to say, I'm about to be betrayed and disappointed and discouraged and persecuted, but I'm going to have fellowship with my disciples. That's what he was saying. With my brothers, with my sons. It doesn't matter what circumstance you face this week or this month or this year. Jesus is saying, I want you to remember, I have want to have fellowship with you. And then when he had given thanks, he broke it. And he said, this is my body, which is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. We know that the Bible says, by his stripes, we are healed. I'm going to ask you to do something real quick. If you've ever felt the healing touch of Jesus, I want you to stand up quickly. Just stand up. It's going to be like a whole bunch of you. I know. If you've ever felt the healing touch of Jesus, look at the, look around. Look around. I want you to see that Jesus, don't be afraid to look around. Jesus heals. Amen? Amen. You can be seated. I want you to know it's not a story. It's not just something a preacher tells or a pastor tells. It's a true thing that God heals. I don't want one of us to ever doubt that God can heal. And I know we have people in our midst that need healing, that are facing procedures, that are facing surgeries, that are facing diagnosis. We have those who are at home needing to recover. So will you hold up your bread this morning with me? We're going to pray. I want you to pray. Like, like Yao said this morning, not only for your own healing, but for the healing of someone else. Pray like it was your mother or your brother or your child pray that healing would manifest in a supernatural way. So Lord, right now, as we, as we prepare to partake of your bread together, we remember the suffering on the cross. We thank you that you are healer. We thank you that you are Jehovah Rapha. We thank you that you, we are Jehovah Jireh. You provide everything we need in the midst of our suffering so that we can be healed, body, mind, heart, and soul. God, you need to heal relationships. You need to heal spirit man. You need to heal our mental attitudes, Lord God. Whatever people need healing of today, as we partake, we say thank you, Jesus, for taking that suffering on the cross because by your stripes, we are healed in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. You declare it. You proclaim it. In Jesus' name, let this healing be evident to the ones we have prayed for and stood in the gap for this morning. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's partake of the bread.
the same way. After the supper, he took the cup and he said, this is the new covenant in my blood. It's a, it's a juice, it's a representation of the blood that Jesus shed on the cross for us. Whenever you drink it in remembrance of me, for whenever you eat the bread and drink the cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes and we know he's coming again. But in 1 Corinthians eleven twenty seven, it says this, so then whoever eats the bread or drinks the cup of the Lord in an unworthy manner will be guilty of sinning against the body and the blood of Jesus. Verse 28 says, so everyone ought to examine themselves before they drink of the cup and say to the Lord Jesus, if you have sin in your life, if you have things that have separated you from God, this is the moment. Isn't it amazing? It's that easy to say, Jesus, forgive me. It's that easy. He wants us to be in right standing so we can experience the love and the peace and the purpose and the presence of God. So as I pray, I want you to pray. Make sure your heart is right. This is the first Sunday of December 2021. And if you're making something right with you and Jesus right now, I pray you never forget this moment. And I pray from this moment forward, you say to Jesus, you and me, God, we're going to keep walking together. Not perfect, but in union together as you help me hear the voice of the Holy Spirit that convicts me and guides me and helps me in the name of Jesus. So, Father, as we each one examine our hearts, Jesus, we speak your name. We ask you to forgive purify us. If there's anything in me that's been wrong or unjust, Lord God, forgive me. Purify me. Help me to stay in right standing and total dependence on you, Lord God. And as we drink the cup and we remember the stripes and the, and the blood that you shed for each of us for our redemption, we also remember the promise of God that you would rise again and you would be victorious and therefore we would be, be victorious. So we thank you for victory. We thank you for redemption. We thank you for love and grace and mercy. I thank you, Lord Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Let's drink together. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Solomon, so much for that. Amen. Hallelujah. 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 We just lift your hands for a moment after you've done that and just say, Lord, thank you. Thank you, Lord. Online, I want you just to say, Lord, thank you. Thank you that you redeem my life. Thank you that you redeem my days. Thank you, Lord God. Hallelujah. 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 He is so faithful. Amen. Amen. Let the online campus hear you. Amen. Amen. Awesome. Okay, well, here's something else. If you have ever been surprised with a blessing from the Lord, wave your hand at me. You've ever been surprised? Look at that. I love it. That's every, I hope you're waving at me on campus. I see the hands in the back. That's amazing. Well, I'm excited because every month for our newcomers, we do a theme. Our theme for the year is Ready 21. And our verse for the year was Psalm 1081. Okay? I'm ready. Say it with me. I'm ready, God. So ready. Ready from head to toe ready to raise a God song. Amen? No matter what circumstance comes, I'm ready to raise a God song. He's faithful. 
He's faithful. So as we start this month of Ready for Surprise, our scripture for this month is thanks be to God for his indescribable gift. God wants to give us gifts and surprise blessings. And so many of you have already experienced that in your life. So I love that. But you know, this month is not about me. And it's not only about you and yourself, we need to give that gift to others as well. We need to give that joy and that hope and that love that no matter what's happening, no matter what COVID is doing or governments are doing or society is doing, we thank God for his indescribable gift. And so I want to recap really quickly what we have been ready for all year because as I do, I'm going to do it really fast, but I want you to think about the ways that Jesus has made you ready for different things. He's made us ready for a lot of unexpected challenges, some tragedies that many of us have experienced, the loss of loved ones, the change of jobs, moving to a new city, coming to a new church. But we thank God that he's made us ready. And Angel, you're right. We still have four weeks left in December, and God's not done. He has some things to surprise us for. So each one of these readies are going to pop up, and I want you to say for the online campus, because if you've come here and seen us online, would you wave, wave your hand? Let me see the ones who've come on. I know some of you have. Not Nobody watches online? I'm sure you have. Okay, well, we've had others who've come online, and I praise God for that. So we thank the ones that are watching online today. Ready for worship. Amen? Ready for worship. Are you ready to worship the Redeemer of the world, Jesus? Not just a baby in a manger, but the Savior of the world. Ready for victory. Yes, I'm ready for victory. I'm ready to raise that God song. Ready for the trumpet. That means I'm ready if God calls me home. Death has no hold on any of us that are God's child. To be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. So we're ready. Whenever God says it's time. And we thank God for the ability and the confidence because Christians don't grieve like those who have no hope, the Bible says. Doesn't say we don't grieve, but we don't grieve like the world because we have a blessed hope that one day that trumpet's going to sound for each of us. Amen? And we will be reunited with our loved ones, ready to receive the power of the Holy Spirit and these indescribable gifts of God, but you have to make yourself ready. Amen? Amen. Ready for the call. The Lord knew that some of us were going to have to step into, as my husband would have said, a new seat on the bus, a new place of purpose and meaning, and you're ready for the call of God upon your life. Amen? God has put you in places of influence and places of um, university campuses and global professional places and community jobs in the, in the city of Rome and in the nation of Italy. You have to be ready for God to speak to your life and call you forth and then do it. Do it with the power of Jesus. Ready for adventure. I love adventure. Now, somebody was telling me about an adventure that you could get into a Ferrari and drive it, like, really, really fast. And um, I was almost ready for that adventure until they told me how much that would cost. And then I said, never mind. Maybe if I was sitting in the passenger seat and it felt like it was just going to be, like, five minutes straight or something, I might be okay if it was cheaper. But I do like adventure. And that means... It keeps our heart pumping. So I pray that if you are facing something that is unknown, that you will see it as an adventure with God. Ready to live. 
It's not time to die. It's not time to hide under a blanket. God is saying to us, I want you to live an abundant life. Ready for a miracle. God does miracles, and I want you to be ready. These are all those surprises in the gifts that God gives us. Ready to surrender. You know, how many of you ever got a present that maybe you didn't exactly know what it was or you weren't sure it was something that, raise your hand. Let me see. You ever got a present? It's okay. The people who gave it, maybe they're not here. Maybe they are. <laughs> but you know what I learned a long time ago? If somebody gave me something, including my precious husband, that I was like, oh, I don't know if I would have bought that, but thank you so much. Because I surrendered to the love that was coming to me, more love came in lots of wonderful ways as the years went on. That's how it is with Jesus. Sometimes he gives us things. He puts us in places. <laughs> Sometimes he puts us at a desk around people that may be difficult. But as we surrender to the Lord, we say, oh, I don't think I maybe would have answered my prayer this way. But okay, Lord, I surrender and yield to you. And when you do that, it lifts your heart. And then nothing can make you discouraged because you're surrendering to the perfect will of God. Ready to be, just to be present, to be active, to be doing. Not ready to not be, ready to be. And that's what the Lord wants you. Be present in this moment. I pray for those of you that are facing challenges in December that you will put on the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness, and that you will say, today, Lord, I choose to be victorious. I choose to be in the joy of the Lord. It might not be in my own joy, but it will be in the joy of the Lord, and boy, is that empowering. And the last two, ready for blessings, and I love what Alex ministered to us in one of the weeks of November, that sometimes the blessings haven't completely poured out yet because we weren't ready for them, and God was saying, wait, I'm still getting you you know, organize your, your brain, your mind, your heart, your relationship. I'm still trying to get you in that right place. And so we need to do that. And then this month is ready for surprise. So our life is a journey of miracles, surrender, receiving his goodness and love and activating the blessings of God. And it finishes, I think, in a beautiful way at Christmas time. It might seem like Christmas should start the year when Jesus was born, and then maybe it would end up in December, something else. But I love that at the end of a year of all kinds of things, we can remember that God sent his son as a reminder to you and me that he had a promise for you, he had a plan for you, and he had a process that was going to be really, really special. He has perfect timing. Might not be our timing, but we don't think like God thinks, right? Because if we did, we'd be God, and then I'd just be going zap, 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 zap. But in the process, we learn so much, and our roots grow deeper in our faith. I want to ask you this morning, though, do you believe that God will do miracle surprises in the spiritual, but sometimes doubt his ability to do things in the visible. You know, it's one thing to say, oh yeah, I believe in Jesus, and oh yeah, I believe in God, and I've seen him do it, and then it doesn't work out like we thought, or we get discouraged about something. That's the enemy discouraging you. Amen? That is not <clears throat> the Redeemer, the Holy Spirit. <clears throat> Excuse me. We believe in the principle of supernatural intervention, 
but we're reluctant to believe in the possibility of the miraculous. I've seen deaf ears open. I witnessed a 15-year-old girl who did not have her hearing. Thank you. And she <clears throat> came for prayer. And she was not able to hear. Her, her parents were signing to her. I witnessed my husband and, and myself as we laid hands on her ears. And suddenly he began to snap his fingers and whisper in her ear. And tears began to flow and her ear was opened. I've witnessed when someone had a very bad hip and back problem and everything was out of alignment. And as they stood there, I watched miraculously. I knew the person. I watched as they straightened up. Now, I also had a brother-in-law who was a quadriplegic from diving into a pool. We prayed for his healing many times. We didn't see his physical healing on this earth. But he would say that that wheelchair saved his life eternally because he was going in the wrong direction. And he began to trust the Lord. So that was also a miracle. I want to say to us this morning that if we believe in the divine birth of Jesus, then we can also believe in the divine intervention of supernatural evidence in our life that we will see and hear. Do you walk with an expectation to see a miracle? Do you walk with an expectation to hear the voice of the Lord, the word of the Lord come to you? Do you walk in that expectation? I will tell you that in the last few months, as I'm learning to walk alone in a new way, because my husband has been raptured to heaven by God's sovereignty, I, walk, I wake up and I say, oh, Jesus, I need to feel you today. I need to hear you today. I can't tell you the numbers of times I have literally felt the Lord touch my shoulder, or whisper in my ear, I turn around thinking someone must be there. And suddenly the Holy Spirit whispers, I'm here. I'm with you. You're not alone. That is the supernatural evidence of the divine intervention of God. That's what a surprise is. But we have to be expectant for it. We have to be looking for it. You know, I'm, I'm a great shopper. I love to shop, and I love to find deals. And I'll tell you what, when I'm expecting a deal, I don't take anything less than the best deal. So um, some people might disagree or whatever, but I have this, like, 20-euro thing in my mind. I'm like, okay, if it's really on sale, it's going to be 20-euro. And I have gotten so many sales for 20-euro because I was expecting it. And I didn't take less than that. So as you walk in expectation of this divine intervention of God in your life, I want to challenge you. Don't just believe God for the spiritual that's somewhere up in heaven and affects everybody else. I want you to say, God, surprise me. Speak to me. Let me feel something different than I ever felt before. Surprise, the definition of surprise. The result of an unexpected, significant event. Now, some of us might first think that surprise would be a million dollars. That would just be so wonderful if a million dollars just showed up in our bank account. When we pray for God's provision, I don't know about you, but I've had a couple times where I got a bill for the electricity that was zero dollars. I mean, that's an unexpected, significant event. The electricity should never be zero dollars. I've gotten a bill that was $1. I went to the Tabaki to pay. I'm like, I don't know, it's one euro. Okay, I'm paying it. Isn't that awesome? That's an unexpected event. But I want to tell you about a different surprise. 
Last week, two weeks ago, I went to Texas for the death of my stepmother, who was a beautiful second mother to me after my own mother died. And it's kind of the end of my father's legacy. My father went to be with Jesus several years ago. And I went out. My parents live in Texas. My dad had this beautiful barn. He used to have like four or five horses. And in his barn, he had this beautiful office. And he always kept it locked so that no critters or anything like that could go in. But it hasn't been entered in about four years. Now, I was expecting things to jump out at me. So I had my brother and my brother-in-law, and we had like a shovel just in case anything ran out of that barn. We got the door open. For four years, the little uh, ventilation that my dad had on to keep it air, it was still on. No one had ever touched it. It was still flowing. So everything was dry in there, even though the barn had been wet many times. And on the desk was a Bible, I thought it was. It was a black leather case, probably about this big, sitting on the desk. It was covered in spider webs. I don't like spiders. I mean, it was, I have never seen that much of a mesh of spider webs around something. I said, we have to get that book because I want to see what that is inside that. I think if it's my dad's Bible, I, I want it. So my brother-in-law got some gloves, and so we'd get no bad spider bites. He <clears throat> brushed it off as best he could. We brought it out of the barn because I didn't want to be in the barn anymore. <clears throat> we unzipped that bad, dirty, covered with cobweb thing, and inside was the most beautiful, like new, only like old, like he used it, holy Bible of my father's. Every page was perfect. I could see all the highlights, all the things he had written notes in. It was preserved in spite of what was going on around it. That surprise is the result of an unexpected significant event. And I want to say to you this morning, as you face December, there may be a lot of cobwebs surrounding your life, and you just feel like you just can't get out of them. But if the word of God is planted deep within us, it will hold us, it will keep us, it will be untainted, it will be powerful, and I want you to remember that. You can choose to leave the gift untouched and undetected, or you can open his Bible, get into his presence, and watch him reveal surprising words for your life. Psalm 84:11 says this, For the Lord God is a sun and shield. The Lord gives grace and glory. No good thing does he withhold from those who walk uprightly. That's part of his indescribable gift. Don't you dare let the world tell you God is bad. Why does God allow? Blah, blah, blah. We live in a fallen world. We live in a world that's sick. But the Lord said to be with him is so powerful that he will be a sun and a shield of grace and glory. Ephesians 3.20 says this, Now to him who is able to do far more abundantly, beyond all that we could ask or think, according to his power at work within us. I want his power to be at work within me. The enemy of your soul would like to discourage you from believing in the surprising goodness of God. I want you to remember that this December more than ever, ever before. 
I don't know about you. I'll be honest. There have been a few times when I read a news report or I read an update and I go, not again, not another delay, not another restriction. Lord, please. And then suddenly I remember God. You are able to do far more than we could ask or think. You are able to help us to navigate, to do what we need to do, to be light and salt in this world. He will give you all-surpassing peace and power. We are bombarded with messages, though, that would normally push a person to their limit and cause us to go off in, treat, in retreat and defeat. Remember, God's power didn't just start when he came as a baby in the manger, we have the nativity here, the baby in the manger. God's power didn't just stop when he was on the cross. And it, and it came forth when he was resurrected. More than we could ask or think, according to the power that works within us. God spoke to me, God's surprises come to God's children when they walk in God's ways. You know, I can't expect God to be so good and so wonderful and everything like that and decide to walk in my own path, to be bitter, to be broken, to be rejecting of the principles in the word of God. They're in there underneath all that chaos of spider webs. But God's surprises come to God's children when they walk in God's ways. Worship team, I want you to come. The following statements are some things that I will address next week as well. But I want us to be surprised with a couple things this morning. First is his presence. I want the Holy Spirit to surprise us with his presence in these next few minutes. I want you to, in just a moment, to stand. I want you to worship the Lord. In our church, we worship raising our hands. And sometimes we dance. A lot of times we dance. But the Holy Spirit is saying, I want you to surrender to me. I want to surprise you because in his presence is fullness of joy. I need the joy of the Lord as my strength, not the joy of my circumstances. We want him to surprise us with his peace. His peace that no turmoil will take me down. Amen? Say his peace. Say my peace. It's his peace for you. It's my peace that God has given to me. It's the present that I'm unwrapping when I feel in turmoil and I feel worried and suddenly I open in the presence of God, in the presence of God, in the presence of God, amen? His peace begins to bubble up out of me and my sadness turns to joy and my gratitude lifts my attitude and it changes everything. I'm not here because it's easy. I'm not here because I can do all things in Jennifer's strength. I'm here because the Holy Spirit says, I am with you and I will walk with you and I have a plan and a purpose for you. And it feels so good to be in God's presence and in his perfect plan. The last two that we'll hit next week are surprising us with his power and surprising us with his purpose. This morning, I'm choosing to put on the garment of praise. I'm ready. I'm ready for the Holy Spirit to do something. That's been our song this year. They're going to sing that song in just a moment. But I want you to think about something. You have to choose to receive the gifts of God that are for this exact point in your life right now, in your family, 
those who have been in the hospital or have have gone to medical things i believe the lord is sending you into places where they haven't even seen a christian before and you can be a light and a hope to them that my church is praying for me my friends are praying for me god is with me i'm trusting the lord and when the doctor comes back and says oh it doesn't look like i thought it was gonna look immediately we should say that's because god is at work in my life in 2 Samuel 5.20, it says, David went to Baal Perazim, and David defeated them there. And he said, the Lord has broken through my enemies before me like a breakthrough of water. Amen? Do you need a breakthrough today? Do you need a breakthrough this month? Do you need more joy? I want you to stand with me as we go to the Lord in prayer. As we go to the Lord in prayer, I want you to stand in faith. You may be able to come and tell me later what I can pray with you about, and I will be here at the end. But you can always talk to Jesus. He is not just a baby in a manger. He's the Son of God, the Savior of the world, the Redeemer of our lives. So I want us to sing for a minute. I know the online campus will be leaving us in just a moment, but I ask you, we have so many people who have come. We had people last week who got baptized in water who first started following us online. Yesterday, I had helpers here that first started following us online before they became a part of our family. I want you to know that Jesus is with you. He's for you, and he has brought us together for a beautiful, beautiful season of remembering no weapon formed will prosper against the child of God. Amen? I do want, I want to say these things to you right now, though. You've had an enemy of sickness this year. It just feels like it doesn't stop. And I believe the Lord spoke to me that today, the Lord's going to give you a breakthrough. You're going to get a new report. You're going to get a new lab work. You're going to get something new that reminds you there's a breakthrough ahead for you. And I want you to receive that as you sing with us in just a moment. I believe there are some in this place that you have had anxiety and turmoil that seems nonstop. It's common that we've had those experiences in these last two years. But I want you to know, God is wanting to break the patterns of your mindset and change behaviors that will help you break through to victory. So instead of sulking and hiding in that anxiety, God wants you to lift your hands in praise. He wants you to begin to say, if you can't say anything else, you can say Jesus. Amen? Can you say Jesus? Jesus. Lift your hands and say Jesus. Father, right now I ask you to heal anxiety and fear and worry. I ask you to heal sleepless nights. I pray tonight that there will be someone more than one who haven't been sleeping that as they lay their head on the pillow they will feel the supernatural peace of God. They will feel the supernatural presence of God. They will lift their hand and say Jesus help me and you will come into their room and you will quiet their spirit and you will give hope and joy and love in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus and finally I believe there are some who've had a mental block to seeing life through a supernatural lens I want to tell you God is ready to give you the gift of a faith mindset he wants you to change you've got the gift right here I wish I could come and bring it to you here you're feeling doubting you're feeling worried I wish I could just give it to you and say this was my gift but now I'm going to pass it to you He has some undescribable faith for you that you will see things in the supernatural that you have never seen before. So let's sing right now as we sing. Hallelujah.
Isn't God's word amazing? I'm quite sure that there's something that you heard today that pierced your heart or your mind and you said, I need to make a decision. So I invite you even now to pray with me that the Lord would come into every aspect of your heart, every chamber, every hidden corner. Will you pray it with me today? Dear Lord Jesus, you say it. Dear Lord Jesus, I ask you right now to come into my life. Take every corner of my heart. I give it all to you. Forgive me of all the things that separate me from you. Help me to walk towards the path of righteousness with God. And from this day forward, for the rest of my life, I will live for Jesus. With God's help, in Jesus' name, amen. Amen. If you said that prayer, I want you to send me an email. We have prayer teams. We have people that participate in welcoming newcomers to the family of God. So will you send me an email and let me know, Pastor Jen, I prayed that prayer today. I also want you to know that if you have a need, whatever it might be, we're praying that the miracles of God would overflow in your life. And in the process of the miracle, whatever that looks like, every day you will say, Lord, I trust you. I'm ready to be in the process of my miracle. And I know that you're with me, Lord. I also want to say thank you for being a part of ICF Rome Online. Thank you for your generous donations and giving. You're giving to the Lord's work. You're giving to the ministries that are like today, touching you when you can't be with us physically. But more importantly, I want you to know that every day our prayers are with you. We are thankful that we are part of this really great international family of God at ICF Rome. And I pray that you have an amazing, blessed week.